Hello and welcome back. My name is Tracy Rogers and I'm here with Carleen Braffitt and we are talking about adolescent health, a call to action. So our first segment, we talked a lot about what are some of the issues and challenges that, are, that adolescents sorry, are facing in this generation that we weren't facing in the last generation. Mm -hmm. And we talked a lot about the statistics and the information we have about challenges that our young people are dealing with, from self-harm, suicidality, depressive disorders, anxiety, and behavioral disorders behavioral challenges so we have a problem yeah so we know that adolescent positive adolescent health outcomes are possible mm -hmm. and a lot of these challenges are present are preventable so today we are talking about what are some things that parents can do adults can do yes to really change the outcomes that we're seeing yes one of the first things information a lot of parents while what they are doing works can be supported by access to information, especially when it comes to things like developmental disorders, um, children who are being raised now with challenges with attention disorders, just getting information, knowing how to, one, cope with it as a parent and how to help your son or daughter cope with this challenge. The information is accessible and getting skills in parenting doesn't make you less of a parent and no. doesn't make you unfit. And it's very accessible. Yes. There's so much that you can learn online about parenting. Yeah. So I always tell people, when you're going online, I, I, I want to caution you. Because mm -hmm. sometimes when you're reading up about things that could go wrong, you can go a little crazy. And you get overwhelmed. And you can easily mm -hmm. become overwhelmed. But it's a really good place to go to for ways in which to get really practical advice yes. about how mm -hmm. to improve some of the situations you're dealing with. So yes. getting informed as a parent, that's your first line of defense. Yeah. Read, don't assume that you know yes, exactly. what's going on mm -hmm. with this generation. Yeah. Um, one other thing too is psychosocial support for your son or daughter. And what that really means is one, getting your child engaged in activities that can one, build skills, build coping mechanism, build the communication skills to help them one manage themselves as well as to help them grow healthily and to grow in the midst of this challenge um, that in itself also doesn't mean that your child or son is your child is crazy or your child is sick it just means that you as a parent now taking responsibility and one empowering your child to one take care of themselves and to be able to manage themselves in the school manage themselves at home I like this point too because a lot of times so therapy and doing therapeutic work when mm -hmm. a problem arises could be really useful yes um you know we talked about going to the internet and being overwhelmed sometimes mm -hmm. you need a professional someone who is really knowledgeable about the literature and yeah. can pull things apart for you and give you that one-on-one -on -one guidance yeah. but therapy can also be proactive mm -hmm. yes. and so you, i love this idea of getting involved in therapeutic skills mm -hmm. therapeutic training work so so that you're building coping skills yes so your child is not necessarily showing up with a problem exactly. just yet but before that we're talking about how to do adaptive coping right we're talking about building health healthy sense of self yes. and we can do a lot of that mm -hmm. through group therapy yes yeah so that's mm -hmm. that's really really important that you can use therapy in a preventative absolutely. way instead of just to address a problem mm -hmm. that arises absolutely and Tracy another thing too is um, something <laughs> that I like to call intentional caregiving I like me some intentional caregiving <laughs> our busy schedules um, 
parents who are, are, are running single parent homes and you know time may be limited um, children who are out in all of these different groups and unfortunately um, we don't get enough time with each other at home and so what intentional caregiving is is that we we we, we sit down and we create opportunities to engage healthily and intentionally with our children we make that time if it's you know a Sunday evening or before we go to bed at night but we create we don't just wait for it to happen but as parents we take that responsibility and we engage with our child intentionally because if we have that relationship mm -hmm. and we have that space for intentional caregiving when I have a problem I have a time yes to tell you absolutely whereas if I don't have that space mm -hmm. I'm less inclined yes. so when we create that space for intentional caregiving we're also creating rapport and comfort with rapport absolutely so that is relationship building mm -hmm. sometimes when we have our teenagers we find ourselves what wrong talk to me yeah. like mm -hmm. if I'm talking yeah. to you all the time exactly. even if I know mommy and daddy's gonna have me going to annoy me twice a week for mm -hmm. an hour well okay. yeah. and it's part of the ritual it's yes. part of what we do yes and you're more likely to pick up on some of the signs or risk factors for things like suicide right. or depressive disorders. We can see there's, there's shifts in behavior. So that intentional caregiving is very, very important. Yeah. And then looking out for the signs. Yes. So that's the other thing too. When we get information, we can know what to look for, what to be aware of. And there are always signs when it comes to suicidal behavior. We think that, you know, when someone, someone wants to kill themselves, they're going to, but unfortunately that is not true. Um, things like risk factors for things like depression, um, when people begin to withdraw, when your children, um, you find that they're not communicating, all of a sudden they're unable to communicate. And when, they, when you do see signs on their bodies of self-harm, isolating behaviors exactly even um, in their room all the time yes constantly anger. sleeping mm -hmm. a lot of times people don't know that sleeping is a great way to numb yeah if i go to sleep i don't have to deal with the world yes but all of that is affecting our biochemistry yes. it's affecting our brains mm -hmm. it's affecting our moods and it's pushing us closer and closer to be more withdrawn exactly substance misuse is another thing too right that we can also be aware of and all of these are signs of um potential suicidal behavior another um Mental, other mental health challenges that can be happening with our children. So I feel like this is such an information pack segment. Mm -hmm. I want to thank you so much, Colleen, for bringing this to us here. I want to encourage you out there that if you are parenting an adolescent, mm -hmm. that we want to really encourage you to take action, to be proactive, yeah. and recall that many of the challenges that they deal with are preventable. Yes. Thank you so much for joining us. Hello and welcome. My name is Tracy Rogers. This is On The Couch. Today I'm here with drama therapist Colleen Braffitt and we are talking about adolescent health. Mm -hmm. In fact, we're naming this segment Adolescent Health, A Call to Action. Yes. And one of the reasons why we, are, we have a call to action is because so many of the challenges that young people face mm -hmm. are preventable. Absolutely. And the only way we can prevent that is if we start going from now and not become reactionary absolutely so in today's seg segment we're going to talk about what are some of the adolescent health concerns that we need to pay attention to mm -hmm. and then we're going to follow that up by talking about what we can do um, today mm -hmm. to help our adolescents and prevent a lot of the challenges that they're dealing with absolutely so unfortunately what the world health organization recognizes is that there are patterns of behavior that 
across the world adolescents tend to challenge tend to be challenged with and some of the things and we see them in the school system we see them in our homes um, behavioral disorders a lot of young people having it having very difficult times managing themselves managing their emotions regulating themselves in school managing their anger um, we also see things like self-harm right now in Trinidad and Tobago we have a huge challenge with self-harm and suicidal behavior I want to stop and talk about self-harm just for like of half course. a minute of course because we work in the school system in Trinidad mm -hmm. and Tobago and we work with young people mm -hmm. so I don't know how aware people are about how rampant yes. self-harm is. Absolutely. So self-harm is cutting, hurting oneself, mm -hmm. and we have a lot of that happening in our schools. Yes, we do. Um, in the, the Ministry of Education, they, they're doing um, some pre preliminary research, and last year, 2016, they got over 300 cases of reports of young people harming themselves, cutting themselves, um, ingesting. Um, substances and ending up in our hospitals and unfortunately parents teachers are unaware of how to deal with the situation yeah. so clearly something we some, have an issue we have an issue and you spoke about suicide and mm -hmm. you and I were talking about this before we started taping yes that the World Health Organization is saying that suicide is the third highest cause of death yes among adolescents in this region in unfortunately this region. and Trinidad ranks 41 out of over 100 and uh, I think it's 150 countries right now worldwide when it comes to suicide rates. So we have an issue. We have a problem. Um, so that is why globally there is a call to action. We need to do something different and we need to do it now. We need to think creatively and innovatively and the reality is that a lot of these challenges can be prevented. So if at home we can begin now to, to, to attend to our adolescents in a different way, we can see a lot of marked changes in the adulthood of these um, individuals. Why does, why do you think adults are struggling to deal with adolescents in a different way? There are several, there's several reasons, and I want to believe one that some people tend to think, you know, they're young. You know, adolescence is a time for young people to experiment and to try different things and, you know, grow out of it. It's a phase. Mm -hmm. Yes, it's a phase, yes. I think that's, a lot of times we miss opportunities mm -hmm. because we think it's a phase. Yes. Um, sometimes we treat it as, we know we went through it and we survived mm -hmm. it. Yes. So we, it's easy for us to dismiss it. Yes. And then we think, now, well, they can be en enduring stress. What kind of stress these young people have? They'll bounce back. And unfortunately, yet a lot of young people don't know how to articulate or to talk about some of the challenges that they're experiencing in school that are new to this generation. So I want to talk about new to this generation mm -hmm. for a little bit because one of the things I think that has us stuck from really treating with our issues that we assume that adolescents are growing up in the same environment than right. we grew up with in as adolescents, and yeah. they're not. And exactly. there are many things that have made this environment different Absolutely. globalization yes. social media mm -hmm. just access to information and yes. technology mm -hmm. the fact that you're in your house and in the world yep so in 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 effect the world is yes. raising your child absolutely yeah absolutely you are not the only person and that is the scary part your child spent most of their adolescent life in school outside of the home so there's so many different factors that are rearing your children so and most of that time mm -hmm in the world yes. because of, of the internet. Absolutely. So we're coming back in our second segment to get to those action points. Mm -hmm. What are the things we want to do now to make our adolescent health outcomes more positive? Yes. Thank you so much for joining us, Colleen. Yes, thank and you. I will be back. Yes.